Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What? Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is! Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. It ain't over now! Cause when the going gets tough! The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! Ah! Well, when in doubt, Mike Sielski, I go to 1970s movies, and I figured, what more appropriate than that? Good morning, everybody. I'm Glenn Mack now here in the Delaware Valley. Mike Sielski, my partner in Houston. Today, I, I trust that your flight and your hotel and all that was good, Mike? All is well uh, in the world of national travel, I guess you'd call it, Glenn. So I am settled in here in Houston and ready to cover Game 6 tonight. Good. Well, here we go. Here we are. You know the facts. Phillies down three games to two tonight. Tomorrow, we hope. Houston win both games. Your world champions and Mike, Phillies fans need to... I mean, cross their fingers, hope that Zach Wheeler is as great of the, as they have seen him many times before, hope that that hot, cold offense gets hot again, hope that no hard grounders get hit to Reese Hoskins, uh, try to live <laughs> for tomorrow. Um, your your thoughts on today? We're going to, in a couple of minutes, go back and review the other night, but just kind of your thoughts on today. Um and again, actually, before I ask you that, before I ask you, I'm not okay. sure that how much you got to get the pulse of the city down there and versus eating barbecue and drinking beer with your <laughs> colleagues, which I assume was part of it. But give us the picture from what they call it, Space City, right? It's not H-Town. Yeah. H-Town is <laughs> town where I live, mind you. Yeah, you, you uh, know, it's, um, yeah, it's interesting, Glenn. So I got up this morning and uh, was on my way to uh, the studio here in, in Houston where I'm doing the show. And I get into my elevator, and who is already there but Mike D'Antoni, former oh. NBA head coach, former mm-hmm. Sixers assistant coach. And so we're chatting on the ride down to the lobby, and he says, first thing he says to me is, boy, tough situation there. And I say, yeah, you know, Harden's hurt, and Embiid hasn't been in the lineup, <laughs> but Tyrese Maxey's playing well. And he says, oh, no, 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 I meant the Astros. Um, so that was the start of the morning. And then I got into my, my Uber uh, to ride over to the station here, and I'm chatting with my driver, and I said, are, are people here into the Astros? Are they, is the city wrapped up in the World Series? And he says, yeah, but what we're really ticked off about is that story about how the Astros couldn't get served at Angelo's Pizza and Mike's uh, Barbecue. <laughs> by the <laughs> so way, was, he, it was, 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 a, was wrong. It was, yes. It, they couldn't get served yes. because the restaurants weren't staying open that late. One wasn't staying open that late. The other could not handle an order that or didn't do that kind of cuisine. Right. That's the right. Astros had asked for Latin food from a barbecue yeah. restaurant. Yes. Right. Um, so that, that story is incorrect. But yeah, okay. so I'm glad they're worked up about that. <laughs> I was going to say, needless to say, Glenn, I did not run into anybody wearing orange, yellow, white striped t-shirts screaming yeah. their faces off at the prospect of an Astros World Series and well, World Championship. Go. All right. Let, so. let, let us spend a minute, Mike, just um, kind of reviewing Game 5 the other night. It was a tense, exciting game, ultimately disappointing, of course. It was there to win. 
Phillies left 12 runners on base. They went one for seven with runners in scoring position. Houston takes it three to two. Shiel Kapadia uh, of the Athletic had a very interesting note, and I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm not as big on these kind of things, you know, as others are. But there were 16 balls the other night hit at an exit velocity of 95 plus. The Phillies had 11 of them. Mm-hmm. There were 12 balls hit with an expecting batting average of 500 plus. The Phillies had nine of those. And, of course, they missed chances to score in the second, third, fifth, sixth, and eighth. And, Mike, if if they lose the series, that's going to be the game that stings. More than the no-hitter to me. Yeah, I agree with you, Glenn. Um, And in a series, uh, in any postseason series, right, uh, time is crunched. You can look at long se- long-term trends over a full season all you want, but in a postseason series, moments matter. And you go back to the moment, for instance, I guess it was the bottom of the eighth inning where the Phillies have first and third with one out, and Brandon Marsh strikes out. And, you know, Brandon Marsh is the ninth hitter in the lineup and has been pretty good for the Phillies since he came here. Uh, but that's a moment where you need a hitter to put the ball in play. And... For all the talk of, as you said, the exit velocity and the number of balls that the Phillies hit hard in Game 5, they didn't hit the ball hard in that moment, and and they needed that. And then, of course, Kyle Schwarber comes up next, and uh, you have uh, the first baseman holding Gene Segura on, and Schwarber hits an, hits an absolute rocket down the first baseline right at the first baseman. Yeah. So uh, bad luck there. Um, but yeah, Their first that, baseman that's actually it. caught the ball. Yeah, how about that? Um, you know, something we're not accustomed Unique. to seeing lately. Yeah, so I think you're right. I think if if the Phillies end up losing this series, Game 5 is going to be the one uh, that we look back on and say that was their opportunity and they didn't take it. Okay, so moving on, what has to happen now is that Rob Thompson and the players have to, as they have said and others have said, have the flush-it-out mentality, right? This is... This is a team that has done that before. This is a team, of course, we know that was 21-29 at the end of May. This is a team that was 12 and a half games back in the National League East. Well, they didn't win the East, but nonetheless, those other teams are gone. This is a team that has shown resilience, but this is their first elimination game of the postseason, and they need to win against an Astros team that had a mere 108 wins during the regular season against an Astros team that never seems to make an error or mistake. Uh, and tonight against the lefty Framber Valdez, a 2022 All-Star who has given up just three runs and three starts this postseason. Of course, he won Game Two of the series, gave up one run, and I think it was six and two-thirds innings. Touched his glove in his pocket and did all kinds of weird stuff. But <laughs> the, what has to happen tonight, uh, first and foremost, is the Phillies have to figure out a way to reach this guy. Yeah, they do. Uh, they didn't hit him much in Game Two. Uh, and they were down quickly in that game as well, which kind of amped up the pressure on them to to try to forge another comeback, and they weren't able to do it. Uh, yeah, look, let's be honest about some things here. Um, they need some of their big hitters to turn things around. Uh, JT Romuto, for instance, and I'm sympathetic to the idea that, that JT is just maybe worn down at this point. He's caught yeah. something like 250 more innings than any other catcher uh, in the major leagues, but since hitting that game-winning home run in Game One, uh, he's one for seventeen with eleven strikeouts. Now, y- you hope that that long fly ball he hit in the ninth inning that Chaz McCormick made such a great play on gets him squared up again. Um, I've watched that thing thirty times, and every time I think it's going to fall in. Yeah, yeah, and sh- and give all due respect to Chad McCormick, a Westchester native and Millersville alumnus, uh, mm-hmm. because it was a great potential game-saving play. Yeah. Uh, Reese Hoskins is hitting 142 in the series. Um, Nick Castellanos is 3-for-20 and has come up in some spots where he, he could have done damage and was unable to do so. So the Phillies need these guys to get going. You, you can't rely on just Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber to be heroes time and time again. So uh, if they're going to solve Valdez tonight, I think it has to start with those three guys. I think that's a great way to put it. By the way, 215-592-9494, 215-592-9494. We are looking forward to talking to you today. Uh, the other big issue that we're going to see tonight, and we'll see how this plays out, is Zach Wheeler. Um, yeah. Fatigue. Something he is going to have to overcome. So to recap, he missed 
a full month late in the season. He had right forearm tendonitis, elbow inflammation, made three starts late in September, stretched out to 77 pitches, uh, was throwing 99 miles an hour, dominated the Cardinals, dominated the Braves, San Diego twice. You know, was they were saying yeah, the best whip in the history of the postseason, but last uh, Saturday night, I guess it was, uh, in Houston, game two, which Phillies lose five to two. He gives up those five runs, six hits, three walks, and just five innings. His velocity is clearly down. His command wasn't good. His quote the other day, and this one doesn't make me doesn't give me solace. It's just late in the season. It's a bad time for it to happen, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Mike, it is what it is is not the motto I want on the Phillies <laughs> twenty two uh, season yearbook. You know. Yeah, it isn't. Um, I will say this, Glenn, if you're looking for a ray of optimism, I I went through Wheeler's starts this season, um, and he made four starts in a similar situation to the one that's presenting itself tonight, in in, in that he made four starts this season with at least six days of rest, okay? And and one of those starts, of course, was when he came off the injured list. Mm -hmm. Um, But over those four starts, he threw 22 and a third innings, he allowed only 13 hits and four earned runs, and he struck out 24 so and had a 1.61 ERA. So, yes, it's been a long season. Yes, those quotes are not exactly, uh, you know, give me the ball and get on my back, guys. But um, Just get me to the plate, boys. I need that. Right, right, exactly. Um, but if you're looking for a silver lining, he's been excellent this season when he has had six days of rest. And this is about the best you could hope for at in the World Series, that your best starting pitcher had six days to recuperate. Uh, he said yesterday, uh, after throwing a bullpen the day before, I think the extra rest always helps, but the bullpen felt good. I think we're on track. So, you know, look, this is going to be one of those moments that kind of can help define Zach Wheeler's career in the same way that, Kurt Schilling in Game 5 of 1993 helped define his career. Like it. Uh, You know, throwing 140 pitches and change. Um, The way that Schilling pitched in the 2001 World Series. Um, So... Look, if you like drama, this is this is it. But I know people in Philadelphia don't like drama. They want seven runs in the first inning for the Phillies and cruise from there. Yes. Let's get that five home run game again and just right. like not have to sweat it out. So do we believe in momentum? Um, because I really don't. And I know, you know, sometimes it's going your way. And, and, and the ball hit by JT Real Muto in the ninth inning. In, in other circumstances, that would have gone over McCormick's head or out of his glove. And... You know, the real Muto would have been on third. Bryce Harper would have come up. There's the drama. We win. Um, And the Phillies have not gotten the big hits, right? The Astros' defense is so good that they've stolen a lot of them. But I will say I am of the mind that momentum in baseball is the next starting pitcher. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this series has has kind of validated that, right? Um, the Phillies should have had momentum coming out of Game 1, and the Astros came back and and won that game and won it handily. The Phillies should have had momentum coming out of Game 3, and they got no hit the next night. So I, I don't think necessarily Phillies fans should be dismayed and saying, oh, well, the Astros have all the momentum now, they're rolling, um, and so therefore the Phillies have no chance. You know, As we said, this team has been resilient. It would not be surprising to see them win tonight and force a game seven, in which case, go ahead, flip a coin. Let's see what happens. Um, you know, I made a reference to somebody the other day. You know, the Astros played in a World Series not that long ago in 2019, in which the home team didn't win a single game in mm-hmm. a seven game series against the Washington Nationals. The Nationals came out, won the first two games in Houston. The Astros came back, swept the three games in D.C., and everybody thought, here we go. The Astros are a dynasty. They won the year before. They won in 2017. They're going to win again this year. And the Nationals pitching staff came out and shut them down in games six and seven at Minute Maid Park. So uh, you're right. I think there is no momentum. I think it's going to come down to how well Zach Wheeler throws tonight and whether maybe the one guy who I feel comfortable with at this point in a clutch situation, other than Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber, uh, Kenjin Segura, you know, pop ah, the ball through so the infield. Funny. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's been the one guy who's kind of done that in this postseason where, 
you know, just get the bat on the ball in this situation. And he's done it a couple of times and done damage when he has. So maybe that's what they need. They need Segura to be up in a clutch spot. I that, that's, a, that's a fine point. I think get the early lead tonight. So, si, well, it's already a passive crowd, but silence it even more. Uh, get six solid from Wheeler. Um, you know, an early Schwarber home run to lead off would clearly make us all feel great. Have Gene Segura, as you say, kind of throw his bat outside the strike zone again and loop a single in the right field and, you know, drive in Real Muto or Castellanos or something. And look, this, this team is a wild card team. This team has overcome a lot so far. This team has defied expectations so much to get where they are. I am not going to be the person to sit here today and tell you they can't do it again. One more time tonight. One extra swing goes your way. One Astro makes an error. Well, that would be novel. Uh, you know, you, you get one break. What, what does he say in Bull Durham? One gork. One Texas leaguer. One, one ground ball with eyes. Right. One bleeder. <laughs> right. You get one or two of those. All of a sudden, you got the lead. You turn it over to Sir Anthony and Alvarado, and all of a sudden, we're talking about Game 7 tomorrow, and I think it's it, it will be something. I, I'll just say, we'll get some callers in here. Um and please don't take this as, as me implying they're not going to win today because, I, I mean, I certainly believe they've got a very good shot to do so. It's great. to see, It has been great over the last month to see baseball back in Philadelphia. It was pretty dormant over the last, I don't know, decade, whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and we remember now how great it was during those years from 07 to 11 and um, the 46,000 that have just packed the stadium and made so much noise, the incredible TV ratings here, the seeing everybody out in public wearing their Philly stuff, greeting each other with a go fills. It has been a great month, and I would certainly like to see it continue for two more days, Mike. Oh, I agree. It's, um, it, it shows the value uh, and the magic of baseball, and this is coming again from somebody who has lost some of his passion for the sport the last few years. Uh, when it matters, uh, because there's a game every night, and the story is evolving and changing uh, every single day. Uh, that separates it from football. You know, everybody gets wrapped up in the Eagles when they make a run to the Super Bowl like they did in early 2018, um, but it's different because there's a game every single night, and it takes you on this roller coaster um, from a Tuesday to a Wednesday to a Thursday to the off day, and you can't wait for Game 6 Saturday. Uh, you go into withdrawal because you've you've gotten into this rhythm of excitement every single night. And, yeah, look, I think no matter what the outcome of the series, I think you're right, Glenn, that getting baseball back at the forefront of sports fans' minds in Philadelphia is nothing but a good thing. There you go. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to John. And Manny Young starts us out this morning. Hey, John. Hey, Glenn. I think uh, I'm really positive. I, I'm trying to stay positive on the Phillies. But I think the big difference is uh, when you got a guy on first and third, like when Marsh is up, uh, Harper, when he gets up there, he just like spreads out and just tries to put his bat on the ball. I don't think the rest of the guys do that. You know, just like put it in play. Yeah, well, I, I hate to say that's baseball these days, but it, yeah. it is so much that guys just every play or every at-bat swing for the fences. I thought there have been a lot of times this year uh, when the Phillies, uh, John and Mike, you know, played mm -hmm. effective small ball mm -hmm. under Rob Thompson. I have not seen that so much during the World Series. They had the opportunity. You mentioned it. Mike, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll see how you feel, and then I'll go to John um, the other night. Mm -hmm when they had the situation with Marsh up that a lot of people thought, hey, maybe that's a time to squeeze. Yeah, you know, I wondered about that too, Glenn, but that would be such a break from what they have done. Um, I can't think of another situation where they would have squeezed. Uh, and, you know, Marsh is your nine hitter. Um, at some level, he's got to be thinking, I'm not up here to do damage. I'm up here to put the ball in play. And just because he struck out doesn't mean he wasn't trying to put the ball in play. And I think the third factor you got to consider is that the Astros bullpen and pitching staff as a whole mm -hmm. is really good. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it is terrific. Again, they, they, are were, good. they know hit the Phillies in game four. Um, so give some credit to, to their staff as well in that situation. Hey, Glenn, I got a quick Eagles quote. Actually, from Lee. Yeah. Um, for the Eagles, say – the impossible. Say we get down there like uh, fourteen and zero, 
Do you play mm-hmm. the guys the last couple games of the break the Miami Dolphins on the feed record all the way or not? What would you do? I would. I would not um, cough up uh, the chance to go unbeaten. Uh, I, th- I, you know, I, I don't. It's oh, so. It would be so works. monumental. Until Jalen Hurts takes a cheap shot, my friend. I know, but it would be so monumental. Uh, you. You, you have to go for it, right? And I, I remember in, I think it was 2009, the Indianapolis Colts got to 14-0 and and Jim Caldwell rested Peyton Manning and, and the starters um, and ended up not winning the Super Bowl anyway. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more of the mindset, you got a chance for, for immortality, you take it. I am not. Oh, Zonka wouldn't like that. I am. I, <laughs> is it Mercury Morris? They do the toast every year. I am of yeah. the other mind. I want to win the Super Bowl. That is the only goal. I did not remember the Colts being 14-0. and Of course, they didn't win the Super Bowl. I would have remembered that. You had the whole thing with the Patriots that year against uh, when they lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Mike, it, it's all fine and dandy until somebody gets hurt. And if that happens, then you will regret it big time. I want the parade. They don't hold a parade for 17-0. and 0. They hold a parade for winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, look, there's, there's arguments on both sides, right? I mean, Andy Reid took a lot of criticism uh, in 20, 2004 when he rested the starters in the last couple of games uh, and especially got criticized because Terrell Owens had already been hurt, so there was fear that they're not going to be as good anyway, and now you're making them rusty. And then they came out and steamrolled the Vikings and Falcons and got to the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, well, that's all I need. 215-592-9494. When we come back, we'll take your calls. We're also going to throw the Eagles into the conversation. They won on Thursday night. Some people not as impressed as maybe they ought to be. Mike and I will get into that. Mike Sielski is in Houston. I'm Glenn Macnow here in Philadelphia. 215-592. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Brown and Smith stacked to the far side of the field. And it's fourth and goal from the two. And in for the touchdown goes Miles Sanders, his sixth of the season. Well, there you go. That was Thursday night. Uh, Mike, I know you were covering the Phillies game. I was at home just wearing out the batteries on the remote going back. I I started watching on two screens. I had uh, uh, baseball on the computer, football on the TV. And it's like I, it's like this is I'm driving myself nuts. So I basically flip back and forth so much that at one thought time I thought that Bryson Strott, uh, Dr- Bryson Stott drove in Kenny Gainwell on a, on a <laughs> single, but nonetheless, yeah, um, I'm just glad that the local affiliates uh, put the game on TV that people could see it other than Amazon Prime because 
trying to flip back and forth between Fox and Amazon Prime would have been so cumbersome and yes. challenging. You would have missed a lot of action. In and by the way, that is in the that's in the rules. I think that that if it's on Amazon yes. Prime, when it's your team, you got to put it on uh, more yep. approachable TV. Anyway, a couple things. First of all, stupid bet update. There is none. I think you. Who do you lead now? Five one six one. Some. I'm not I, I think it's it's six to one. It's an insurmountable deficit. It is an insurmountable lead, particularly with Britton Covey back there. I got no shot. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, it was funny to hear a lot of criticism of the Eagles after a twelve point win on the road. I mean, did they look great? No, they didn't. Not in certain areas. But um, here's the deal. It's a Thursday night. It's short rest on the road. People know those games are tough. Those are trap games. They still won it by two scores. Um, and the fact that people were disappointed, I guess, just shows how well they have been playing. I was perfectly happy with it. Nobody got hurt. Um, they they widened the lead on the Cowboys and the Giants, uh, both of whom have buys this week. Jimmy Kemsky of five of I'm sorry, Jimmy Kemsky of PhillyVoice.com. Quoted a 538.com number that says now the Eagles have a 99%-plus chance to make the playoffs, a 74% chance to win the NFC East, which I actually would think it would be higher, and a 69% chance to earn the number one seed. I was fine with it. I Again, I know you were wrapped up in the fills, but mm-hmm. any reason that we should be upset about the Eagles' win? No. Uh, I went back and watched most of the game uh, Friday, uh, when I could, and look, one of the rea- there are two kind of competing realities here uh, that everybody should be aware of. Number one, the Eagles have raised their own standard for performance. Right when you're five and zero, six and zero, seven and zero, eight and zero. Interrupt you for a second because this evokes yeah. an old WIP Wing Bowl slogan one year, which is "We've Uh-oh. up our standards, now up yours." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's relevant to nothing, but you just... And that's okay. It's, it's still funny. Um, Go ahead. But so. yeah, the fact is that when you are 2-0, and when your team is 2-0, and you take any victory as you can get it. When your team is 7-0, and whether you're consciously doing this or not, you're saying to yourself, my team is 7-0, and they should destroy everybody, and it should be easy. And it's not always going to be easy. And as you said, uh, the conditions weren't great for the Eagles. It's a, it's a short rest. Thursday night football games are notoriously sloppy. They shouldn't play on Thursday nights, as far as I'm concerned. I think it's ridiculous that the league does this. Um, and it's a road game, It's which leads me to my other kind of component here, which is that now that they're 7-0, and 8-0, the Eagles are going to be everybody's Super Bowl. And so they're going to get the best effort from their opponents every single week from here until the end of the season. So... However victory looks, you take it at this point. And are there certain reasons to be concerned that we can get into? Yeah, I think there are. But the fact is it was still a 12-point victory on the road. You're tied at halftime, and the Eagles took control of the game from there. And all the trends generally that have made them really good this season continued. Jalen Hurts continued to play really, really well. Miles Sanders looks terrific. With the exception of a couple of plays here and there, the offensive line was fine. Dallas Goddard and A.J. Brown were terrific. So you, you take the win, you say thanks, and you rest for 10 days until you, you know, have to face the commanders, I guess. Yep, and by the way, we will be talking to Derek Gunn at noon a little bit about the Eagles. 11 o'clock, we're going to talk to Eric Kratz, former uh, catcher for the Phillies and many other major league teams, guy who's got playoff and World Series experience, uh, and a guy did some broadcasting this year for the Phillies. We'll talk to him at 11. I'll continue on your point. I agree with everything you said in terms of what you liked Jalen Hurts throwing the football to me is very impressive. I, I know he had the two fumbles, which is kind of uncharacteristic. But also, I like the fact that his rushing attempts are down. Not that mm-hmm. I dismiss the weapon because I like it, but when you don't have to use it, don't use it. Uh, first five games of the year, he averaged almost 14 rushes a game. The last three, under seven rushes a game. So he's really cut that in half. And I, And in those last three games... He's averaging more than 10 yards per pass attempt, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. That's pretty damn good. Uh, you mentioned Goddard. I also, Chauncey uh, Gardner-Johnson also just looks like such a great pickup. Uh, the one negative, of course, is the run defense. They really, Damian Pierce just gashed them. And I worry, the run defense has not been particularly good this year. Without Jordan Davis, you worry that it may uh, fall a little bit more. That's a concern. But overall, as we said, really good. 
I love the disbelievers. Um, Clarence Hill Jr., the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, a guy who um, I use every year uh, in the pregame show when we're trying mm-hmm. to get somebody from out of town. And by the way, a very unbiased, good reporter, not a guy who was a yes. shill for the Dallas Cowboys. They, they, Jerry Jones hates this guy, so you know, put that in his favor. <laughs> anyway, he, he tweeted the other day, and needless to say, got backlash from Eagles fans over this. Yes, the Eagles are still undefeated, but they are no juggernaut. They are living on borrowed time. They are not the best team in the NFL despite their record. The NFC is wide open. That's a fact. Argue with your mama. (laughs) That got Eagle fans going. Yeah, it's it's interesting, Glenn. I saw on social media the other day kind of about a five-minute video from a guy from pro football focus named Seth Galina. Um, And it was actually pretty insightful, kind of breaking down the challenges that opponents have in counteracting what the Eagles do on offense. And basically what it comes down to is you can't play one kind of defense with just um, one safety, a single high safety, and you, because you can, that forces you to cover A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith one-on-one, and nobody in the league can do that. And you can't play a cover two, which would take away Brown and Smith, but then allow Jalen Hurts to either run the ball or throw it to Dallas Goddard, or give it to Miles Sanders. Uh, so it was kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation. And I think your point about Hurts running the ball less these last few weeks is really a good one, because it speaks to the idea that teams are trying to take that away. It's such an important component of the Eagles' offense, his ability to run uh, and his proficiency at it, uh, that, okay, if, if we're going to pick our poison, it's going to be Jalen Hurts, try to beat us with your arm, and guess what? He's been doing that. And that's nothing but a good thing if you're an Eagles fan. Absolutely. Joe in the Northeast joins us. Hello, Joe. Hey, hey, no, Glenn. All right. Um, you had mentioned small ball a moment ago, and I'm just curious. I want to take you back to the eighth inning when we had Scott on third. We got Segura on first with one out. Uh, any reason in the universe why they wouldn't steal there, knowing that if they throw the ball, Scott can come home? More importantly, even if Segura is thrown out, you know, now the first baseman's not in position to make that play against Schwarber. And it's just, I mean, I was watching the game, which I was going bonkers. You know, Philly fans are very knowledgeable, and people are sitting there like, well, you know, they couldn't get a hit. I'm like, besides the point, that was, I think, the last good chance they really had. And then, you know, after that, all the luck starts falling in line for the Astros. So I was just wondering if you could elaborate on why they wouldn't steal there for me. Well, it's, it's. I'm glad I hadn't really thought of the steal as much as I had thought of the of the squeeze. But I just want to look up because they have, they've run successfully in this series. They've stolen bases. They are well. They're three and zero, stealing bases. Um, I would have been good with that, Mike. A reason yeah, that, I, that couldn't happen. No, and um, I, I do wonder if some of that, uh, the wonder about stealing is because Schwarber happened to hit the ball right to the first baseman, right? I mean, but the point is well taken that if if you send Segura in that situation, you know, again, maybe you can do a, a double steal and Stott can break for the plate. Um, but if he makes it, then, you know, what do you do then? Do they walk Marsh um, necessarily? Or Fine do you steal, me. you know, or... Bring up Schwarber? The, that works okay, but or... Or if you don't, and here's the thing, here's how you have to be forward thinking. Okay, let's play this forward. Let's say Marsh strikes out, and it's still first and third now with two outs. Mm-hmm. You steal, you have Segura steal, and he makes it. It's second and third with two outs. You can be darn sure they're walking Kyle Schwarber to pitch well, to Reese Hoskins. Yeah, so, but I do it before that, right? I do okay. it with Marsh yeah, up. But that's I don't, my do, point I don't they, do it with yeah. Schwarber up, I do it with Marsh up. Oh, right, you're saying if point. he steals and then Marsh strikes out. Yeah. I guess, but I think the... I still see the plus side of that more than the downside of that, of them walking Schwarber, and I don't know, then I got Hoskins up. I hear your point. I, I'm i taking it a step at a time, and I'm thinking that works. They mm-hmm. they, they haven't thrown yeah. out anybody yet. Not that yeah. they're really no, still it's a done. Good, it, but. It, it's a good point, and it, it, you know, I'd be curious if um, Rob Thompson and his staff look back at that moment and say, ah, oh, maybe we should have sent Segura there. And um, But again, you know, it, it, you know, who knows? Who Can knows? I tell you why um, this is why baseball's great, though? Yeah. Yeah, it because, is. Because baseball is the sport more than any other where you have these debates and discussions, where you go back over a game. You know, listen, they're playing for their lives today, and I do want to focus more on that as we do the show, but I'm, we'll take the calls. That's fine. But it is the sport where you can go back and dissect 
every play, every situation, do the what if they had tried this, what if they had tried that, more than any sport. And it's it's one of the things people ask me, what's your favorite sport? And I always give them the same answer. Hockey's my favorite sport to watch live. Football is my favorite sport to watch on TV. Baseball is my favorite sport to follow. And this is why I love following baseball. Yeah, and, and to the point we've, you and I have talked about before too, Glenn, this is a big reason why I've been so down on baseball in the last 10 years is that because the sport went to this emphasis on home runs and strikeouts, mm. there were fewer of these moments to talk about. Yeah, right? fair point. Yeah. You know, if players aren't putting the ball in play as often, if teams aren't trying double steals, you have less strategic what-ifs to play around with. Now, I hope next season when they do away with the shift um, that maybe it leads to more of this uh, because teams will be incentivized more uh, to put the ball in play and more of the balls that teams put in play will, will fall for hits and doubles and triples and all those sorts of things. But, yeah, it's, it's a big reason why I was so down on the sport. Yeah, I that, hear you. I can't argue you know, that. If every, if every, go ahead. I'm sorry. We'll sneak in Jeff and Camden here. Hey, Jeff. Yep. Jeffrey. I do not believe Jeff is ready. All right, let's get Matt up. Hello, Matt. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? All right. Hey, Matt. Hey, uh, you know, this team, I was telling Kyle, I mean, this team, uh, they just, but everyone doubts them, they seem to come back and prove us wrong, and that's why I am just, I am, it's not a false hope. I'm totally not giving up on this team yet, and I'm looking forward to this evening, and the biggest thing is, to me, is Wheeler. Like, we got it. The season comes down to this, and we need our ace to go out there and give everything he got. Zach Wheeler needs to have the performance of his lifetime. And, I mean, what better story than Ranger coming in in Game 7 and winning it for us? Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt loves the drama. He loves – he I wants – you know, he wants Randy Newman playing the orchestral score in the background and, um, you know, Roy Hobbs stepping up and hitting the home run and uh, and all of that. And look, I think he, I think he's right. I think if they're going to win tonight, they need absolutely Zach Wheeler to pitch the game of his life. They just do. What is the Herb Brooks quote? Great moments are made of great opportunities. Isn't that, isn't that the line? And that's what you <laughs> that's have here tonight, boys. That's, that's the one. what you have here it's tonight. Be, oh. Go ahead. Matt. I was just going to say, like, I'm just really looking forward to tonight just to see how they come back from that game because I think these guys are determined. And I think it's going to be a great weekend. Go, Phillies. How old's that little guy, by the way? Oh, the one's two and the other's four. Oh, all right. So probably not staying up for the game. <laughs> no, I mean, the four year old, he sits beside me, but, you know, I mean, he yeah. can only go till about 10 o'clock. And he's yeah, out. well, that's. that's, that's <laughs> That ain't that's bad. That's that's about the time I go to I go to bed most nights. <laughs> well, there you go. 215-592-9494. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack. Now, game six tonight. Oh, the drama doesn't get better. Hey, fall is upon us. It is that time of year again to consider replacing your old drafty windows and doors before another cold winter season rolls in. When I need a company to help me with the home project, I turn to the experts, the great people at Guide a Door and Window. Act now and receive 20% off all windows and doors. Plus, Guide will allow you to start your project today with no money out of pocket and take up to three years to pay it off interest-free once the job is expertly installed. So, you'll be able to start enjoying all the benefits of new, highly energy-efficient windows and doors, including an increased comfort level of your home and lower monthly energy bills, all while taking advantage of 20% savings and having the luxury of paying off your project with 0% interest for up to 36 months. But you got to act now. Offers for a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guided today to schedule a free, no-obligation in-home estimate. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mack. Now Mike is down in Houston for game six tonight. Phillies against the Houston Astros. Mike will be doing a spectacular column for tomorrow's Inquirer, win or lose. Uh, Glenn, uh, please, please, please lower everybody's expectations. I'm going to be writing on deadline. It's not going to be spectacular. <laughs> you know this. You're an old newspaper uh, man. Come on. Uh, yeah, there's eight o'clock games in baseball that last three and a half hours. Although the deadline, it, do they, how do they do it with deadline now? Because you can just rewrite it for the webpage, right? Just yeah, but I have to file long. at the, I have to file at the last out. Um, okay. so I've got to file the early and then I can come back and update it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll read the update. I just, uh, I'm a big, I'm just big, big believer in lowering expectations. That's all. <laughs> that's it is time for this week in Philadelphia Sports History, brought to you by Shy Vintage Sports, your home for the best Phillies playoff gear. Visit them in Center City, Wayne, or at ShiveSports.com. Shy Vintage Sports, there's a story in every stitch. Mike, I want to pick up people's expectations as opposed to reading your column, their, their, their optimism. <laughs> so I'm going to take you back to November 2nd, 2009. Actually, I don't know why I chose this, because they ultimately don't win the World Series. But nonetheless... This is a great moment from the 2009 World Series in a great, great postseason performance by Chase Utley. Game five, and here you go. Another 3-2 to Utley. And a shot into right. How about this series for Utley? Another home run. Second of the night. He ties Reggie Jackson. For most in one World Series, and he makes it seven to two. There you go. He did. He had an amazing uh, postseason. Amazing. Well, amazing World Series. Actually, wasn't that great before that? But an amazing World Series that we will remember for the ages. And Mike, tonight and tomorrow, somebody on your Philadelphia Phillies has the opportunity to become that guy. That twenty years from now, we say, "Oh man, you remember the Game Six, Game seven, the." Alec Bohm had, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's it's, it's there. It's it's there, and it's one of the things that makes sports so cool. You know, I was thinking about this, Glenn. Um, the game six, I remember obviously a lot of Phillies fans remember this game was game six in nineteen ninety three, and I remember being at a Flyers game that night. I was a freshman in college, and we had had tickets forever, and so I went with a few friends, and we're at the game, and on the video board above the ice the Flyers are giving updates on game six and it gets to be one, nothing blue Jays two nothing four to one, five to one. And the Flyers are getting their doors blown off and everybody's depressed. I've probably told this story before. And then, uh, all the fans in the spectrum, or at least most of them have these small televisions with them, right? Nobody has cell phones at that time. They have these tiny little TVs. And when Lenny Dykstra hits the three run home run, uh, to bring the Phillies back into the game and start the comeback, uh, that eventually leads to them taking the lead. Uh, they show the the home run on the video board, and my friends and I just dashed for our cars. We're like, we got to get back to our dorm room and watch the end of this game. The hell with the Flyers. And, of course, we all know how that game ended, yeah. but it's it's those sorts of moments that are really memorable and really stay with you. And we are hoping, looking forward, maybe we hope that we will get more of those tonight and tomorrow. Harry in Maple Shade wants to talk about, uh, well, we hope tomorrow's starter. Hello, Harry. Hey, how you doing, Glenn? By the way, congratulations! I got it. You got your uh, performance in Clue. Uh, the director, I work with him. Uh, we we teach together, and he sung your praises up and down, back and forth about how great of an actor you are. Uh, well, his name is Mike Sokolowski, and he's yeah, done Mike a great job directing of of making me look better than I am. And that that uh, that whole thing has been just a delight for me. Uh, last night we had a sellout crowd, I think, because there was no World Series game. Yeah. Uh, my Unfortunately, Harry and Mike, the final performance of Clue, oh, I shouldn't say unfortunately, it's tonight at 8 o'clock. So, hey, oh, if man. you've got nothing to do tonight at 8, come on out and see me. I promise uh, you, you will be back home for the sixth inning well, when all the good was, stuff's going to happen. Yeah. And by the way, um, last week when, when Mike gave you the cheesecake, 
Yeah. The peanut butter cheesecake. Yeah. I'm the guy who made it for you. Oh, wow. Did I hurt? Yeah. Good. Yeah, thanks. It was great. Thank. What a nice guy you are. Oh, that, no, I, I know you have a sweet tooth. So, I, yeah, I know you like your sweets and all that I stuff. I do, trying to control it, but yes, indeed, yeah. I do. So, ha- anyway, Harry, thank, thank you. Harry, if I can just interject, you are a nice sure. guy, and you are much nicer than Glenn, who didn't share any of that cheesecake with me. Well, I haven't seen second. you. He gave it to me at the play. Well, you should have mailed me some or yeah. something. Come on. Oh, well. You know what? I got some in my car. It's been sitting there for a week. I'll bring it for you. <laughs> yeah. well, Harry, you- what, uh, let's talk Ranger Suarez here. Okay. Um... I think he. I think he's he's the wild card. I think it. I see him going game six and game seven, coming out of the bullpen, because the guy has ice water in his veins. Okay, yeah. and he he's not the he's not the best pitcher on the Philly staff, but I first off he feels his position excellent. Second, he the moment the moment's not too big for him. It's, you know, he comes in, it's, A, it's a baseball game, let's play. He's done this throughout the whole entire playoffs. He did it, he, he did it independent, mm-hmm. and he's, and he's appeared twice in the World Series, and, and he's yet to give up a run. So you bring up an excellent, an excellent what if, and let us say that we get five or six out of Wheeler tonight, and then um, the manager's been going early to Alvarez, and he wants to save Sir Anthony, maybe not use Eflin. Could Mike? Could it happen that Ranger Suarez pitches in relief tonight and starts tomorrow? I think if you do that, uh, he's not going to get very far. In Game 7, you can't go in thinking that you're going to get another five innings out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think Harry is right to call him a wild card in that he's kind of the, the Swiss Army knife weapon that Rob Thompson's going to use uh, if he absolutely needs to. You know, if the series is on the line tonight, it would not surprise me to see him go to Ranger and... Then you deal with Game 7 as you deal with Game 7. But I think Harry makes a good point in in the idea that you can't just say, well, we need Ranger to start Game 7, therefore he cannot pitch tonight. Uh, That's not going to work. Right, Um, because there's no no tomorrow if you don't win. Right, right, exactly. Now, could he pitch on back-to-back nights? I think he probably could, uh, depending on how much you you might need out of him in Game 6. And, I think he could, and it, I could do it. And the other thing here, the one thing that impresses me about him, again, the, the guy, the, no panic, no nothing, no nothing. Guys yeah. get on base, and he turns around, he buckles down, boom, out. I agree. Pulls it back to him. Oh, you know, great! He, Listen, it, 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 it's it's been covered a lot. He is a terrific defensive pitcher who didn't qualify by nature of innings for the gold glove, but certainly would have won it. So far this postseason, he has pitched in five games, three starts, two relief appearances. He got the save, of course, uh, against uh, San Diego to win to win it. Fourteen point two innings, ERA of one twenty three. Yeah, yeah, pretty damn good, man. I'll take it. I'll take some Ranger tonight. Two innings of Ranger tonight, three innings of Ranger tomorrow. Boom, when's the parade? Yeah, and he can spend the entire winter just, you know, keeping his arm in a tub of ice. That's exactly right. You have, I mean, as we said with with, um, Wheeler, after tomorrow, you have whatever, 120 days to get your arm back in shape. There's there's no reason to wait for any of this. Let's uh, talk to Sean in Levittown. Hey, Sean. Hey, uh, Glenn and Mike, how are you today? Great. Hi, Sean. Hey, guys, listen. Nick Castellanos should not be batting fifth. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I want him to be that guy that you were talking about coming up and getting the big hit, but he's not going to. And for the life of me, I don't understand why Segura isn't batting second. You have him second, and you can. I would, I would move Hoskins back to fifth. But Bryce has no protection behind him. And you need someone that's going to get that big hit. And he's not the guy. And I understand that Rob wants to stick with his team, and he doesn't want to um, show them that he's not going to. Yeah, it's Game Six of the World him. Series. I, I don't know that this is the time to be doing that. No, he, he, this this should have been done in the Cardinal series. I don't. I, I just don't understand why you're sticking with a guy in the five spot that he he's proved he comes up and he he's it's like a rusty gate. 
He's, yeah, he's, he's had a really not- disappointing season. But I got to tell you, again, I, this is not a time when I'm I'm making changes like that. I just think it's yeah. it's a, it's bad mojo to do that now. Yeah, and the one thing I would say too, Sean, is once the postseason begins, I think the risk of kind of shocking the player system and showing that you are maybe panicking a little bit um, by changing the lineup, uh, the effect of that is can be pretty deep and profound too. And if you say, well, he should have done it in the St. Louis series, well, maybe if he had done it in the St. Louis series, they don't win those two games. Um, you know, not that they tore the cover off the ball against the Cardinals, but, you know, you can't just say in a vacuum, if he had changed the lineup in the St. Louis series, maybe things would be better now in the World Series. If he had changed the lineup in in the St. Louis series, maybe they don't make the World Series. Um, so you don't know. I, I w- I'm with Glenn. I would be, I'm not suggesting that Nick Castellanos has been great in the postseason, though he has gotten some hits here and there. Um, I, I just don't think you mess with that. I think Working with your pitching staff in a postseason situation, uh, the way that Thompson has, you know, if a guy's in trouble, get him out of there, get somebody else in there, manage for today, that is much more customary and, and less kind of a sign of panic than changing the lineup all around would be. He's Mike Sealski. I'm Glenn Mack. Now coming over, we're going to check in with Eric Kratz, 11-year catcher in the major leagues. This year, of course, a color man for the Phillies on radio next on 94. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.